everybody, and welcome back to Purpose by Design. You are here on Purpose with a Purpose by Design, not by default. I am Dr. Pamela, and I'm here with my amazing co-host and assistant, da-da-da-da, drumroll. <laughs> I have Nicole Leanne Parisi with me today. Woo! <laughs> And I always want to say your last name, French sounding. I always want to say like Periche. Okay. Yeah. I always want to say that. I literally have to focus on not saying that because to me, that's how it should sound. Oh, I, I can't say that I've ever heard it that way. Periche. So, periche. I have Periche. like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well, we are two little birds here today, and we are going to continue to talk about these amazing Purpose Awards. Oh, my gosh. Yay. So much fun. We're having a blast just highlighting everybody and talking about them and all that they do. Yeah. And then pretty soon we're going to actually get to hear from them because they're going to be coming on the show as well. So. Uh, not today, but at a future time, we're going to get to hear from each of these award winners. So where are we starting today, Nicole? All right. Well, we are going to start today with the Rocky Award. Woohoo! Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. You want to do a dance for us this morning? <laughs> so we have two in that um award and so we have our beautiful dot and they're both doctors wow they've come a long way so we have dr lisa yvette jones and our sister from down under dr angela bennett so why don't you tell us a little bit about what that award means and then about a little bit about each of our award winners well, it was fun to come up with names for the awards, Yeah, you know, to get creative and to get prayerful yeah. and not just have a award that's just like any other. Right. Right. But to really, you know, follow that intuition and that leading of what is it that we want to convey or that God wants to convey. And it was really clear to me that there there should be an award out there for people that have really persevered. Now we all have persevered, right. but there's seasons and times when our in our life where I mean you are kicking butt to stay in the game, to stay in to stay in the ring, so to say, or rink, whatever you want to call it. And that was Rocky. It is Rocky Balboa. Does anybody not recognize the Eye of the Tiger or the theme song of Rocky? Or the yeah. minute you put your hands up like this, you know, like I'm Rocky, right? And uh, so the whole idea of that of that character that Sylvester Stallone plays is not giving up, not surrendering, pressing in, going beyond. But this is on a personal nature. Like he could have quit any time, and who would have blamed him, right? He was already greatness personified. But he continued to press through and fight when it was difficult and all of that. And even in the later movies of Creed, I am a huge Rocky fan, obviously. You can tell that by now. Even in those movies, you have had Rocky Balboa's character in there. And even in his age that he is now, that character is still pushing and fighting, right? And so to me, it is 
just a phenomenal award that goes to phenomenal people who have pressed through, literally boxed their way through some stuff in life where they could have given up. And so to me, that's what I uh, in, envision or in picture about the Rocky Award. And so it was simple. That was an easy call. Uh, Dr. Lisa Yvette Jones. Oh my goodness. I'll tell you what, this woman has been through some stuff uh, in her physical health, yes. but uh, you know, she never quits. Uh, there have been times when I have been in Zoom meetings and classes on Zoom with her where I have known that she's in the hospital, but nobody else does. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that she's keeping it a big secret, don't tell anybody. It's that she wants to show up and be the best that she can be. And she's not going to let any other circumstance, no matter what that is, none of those circumstances are going to take away from her power. And so if she was there in that classroom or that meeting and being like, yeah, I'm in the hospital, what would the rest of the people do? Oh my gosh. Well, and, and that wouldn't be wrong. She's not, you know, you wouldn't be wrong for saying, Hey, I'm in the hospital and I'm attending, or, Hey, I can't be there because I'm in the hospital. So I don't want anybody to feel guilty, but there have been numerous times over the period of time that I've known her that she's sitting up strong in that hospital bed, lipstick and lashes and all. And, and nobody knows that she's there. And if we do know, we don't know the depth of what she's fighting through. And so even before she came to our Falala event as the speaker, she had just gone through another battle in regards to her health, but she pressed right through that. And of course, we'll talk about her faith in a moment, but she just doesn't quit. She's like that ever ready bunny. You guys remember the ever ready bunny? I mean, that's Dr. Lisa. She just doesn't quit. And so while she goes through all of these things that she's dealing with on her physical physical self, she continues to educate herself. She continues to be given awards and rewards and shows up at conferences and, and, and ministers or speaks to people and encourages them. And she just doesn't, she doesn't quit. And I, and I think that that is her superpower. I really do, Nicole is that she doesn't quit. So there's, if all of these things that have transitioned in her and through her couldn't stop her, I'm telling you what, nothing can, you know? And so hands down, just that alone, she earns the Rocky Award. But on top of that, you always hear her talking about her faith in God. When she has been uh, dealing with difficult situations, medical or other, She's always talking about not, oh, how God will get her through, but how God is her victory yes. and standing on, on in faith for healing, for, for um, heaven to move on her behalf, mm-hmm. for things to be manifested and changed for the glory of God. Right. And, and so she never accepts anything but God's best for her, which means she keeps her mind renewed. It means she has the right paradigm. And when that other stinking thinking tries to kick in there, she has created a program within herself 
of how to boot that, how to kick it to the curb. Right. We all can and should learn from. And then not only that, recently she's kind of come full circle again, showing about all the weight that she lost. I knew that she had lost weight. I had no idea how much. I know. <laughs> I'm looking at these pictures going, who is this woman? It doesn't look anything like her. And, you know, some people could say, well, yeah, but she went through uh, these different physical things. So you're going to lose weight then. Uh-uh. You know, yes, that's true. But uh-uh. That's not how she got to where she is. That was a choice she made to make great sacrifices. And even when she was not feeling well, and I'm not going to tell her story, her her miracle her health miracles those are her stories to tell but at any time in there she could have uh, quit taking care of her physical body but instead of that she continued to nurture her physical body and is still doing so today so i look at her at this full meal deal of a person like she her faith oh my goodness powerful she has not allowed the the punches of life to knock her down and keep her down. She's punched right back with her faith. She has stood against so many different things, allowed things to change the way that she's thinking, paradigm shifts, renewing her mind, whatever you want to call it. And she's a leader of leaders. And um, if there's times, Nicole, for me, and there have been, hello, we're all human. We're like, I haven't felt like to keep going. I've thought of Dr. Lisa. Yeah. So she says, Oh, Pamela, you're an inspiration to me. I'm like, Well, thank you. But Dr. Lisa, more than you know, yeah. you have been an, an inspiration to me and to so many others. So, whoo, you deserve the Rocky Balboa Award in spades. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, Nicole? She's such a powerhouse and she just, she exudes it. And you would, like you said, you don't, you never know. I remember um, before she came to the Fa La La event, um, like you said, she had her own, she had another struggle that she went through. And I do, I remember she had her family or her, somebody in her family bring all of her makeup to the hospital and she's posting pictures of her all done up and everything. And I'm like, if I'm in the hospital, last thing I'm thinking about is my, what I look like, but she, not her. She was just like, no, I, I'm going to look my best. I don't really care. I don't care what, you know, it is what it is. I don't care what I feel like. I'm going to look how I want to feel. And right. she just has that right mindset. And I think that's why she is able to get through the things that she gets through. And there's a part in the Bible that says, Who's, whose report will you believe? And she has that in her. She's got that down. And I'm, I'm not saying she doesn't struggle every once in a while. Everybody does. But she pushes through. And, yeah, I mean, she epitomizes what this award's about. For wow, sure. that's so true. Uh, the word that came, or the statement that came to mind when you were just speaking about her was she holds the standard or draw, the, she has that plumb line established mm -hmm. yeah. and it doesn't waver. So her putting on her lipstick and her lashes, that might not be everybody's deal like i'm right. totally down with lipstick and lashes you know but the point is is that her plumb line has been drawn and it's not moving and so right. whatever that is for 
whoever that is. Um, Ed Milet showed pictures of his dad when even in hospice. And his dad was up wearing like, I don't remember what the clothing attire was, but it was something that was very significant of, excuse me, of his life. And even when other people would have been like, you know what, you're dying or whatever, like you can just be comfortable. He was fully dressed. Uh, you know, I, I I think about Joel Olstein's mom and, and how she did the exact same thing, you know, like cancer stage four, that's it, pack your bags, get ready to go to heaven. And she's like, yeah, I don't think so. And continued to like every day get up and get ready. So getting up and getting ready is significant, isn't it? For it is. Trying to push forward, whatever that may look like for an individual. Right. And Dr. Lisa has just drawn that plumb line mm-hmm. and, and anchored it in her faith and she doesn't move from it. Right. And, and that is so inspiring for all of us to glean from. So thank you, Dr. Lisa, for being such an example to us all. And thank you for my lipstick, by the way, Dr. Lisa, <laughs> right now. Awesome. So then I guess we move to Dr. Angela. Yes. Our dear sweet sister, our Aussie sis, our Aussie sis. So um, Dr. Angela, well, I've had the privilege of mentoring her for a while now. And and she's always been amazing. Like there's never been a time that she hasn't been amazing. But I watched this woman uh, go through an an evolution, we'll call it that, and a revolution. You know, she evolved um, in the time that we were together where she came to a place where enough was enough. And she was already successful. She already had um, an intention for her life. But how many of us know that we can have an intention? The scripture says that a man plans his ways, but God directs the steps. And so it wasn't that she was, you know, sitting on life, you know, just like, you know, doing with the thumbs, you know, or just right. you know, swaying her feet back and forth on a swing. She had set intentions. She had plans, but God, yeah. right? And so she is very open about uh, the fact that she is a, um, you know, she was in into the sex business, sex trafficking, however you want to word that, and that she came out of that. And, you know, when we come out of things that we are um, abused and taken advantage of and really beaten up emotionally, that takes a toll on your mindset. And you can try to knock that aside and ignore it and talk to, as my kids always say, talk to the turkey, you know, like it's not, we can just try to push it aside and that might work for a while, but it's kind of like being in a tub of water or a big pool and you got a beach ball. You can keep trying to push that down, but it's going to, it's just going to keep popping up. Well, man, Dr. Angela, the epitome of, of health. I mean, physically, she's in such beautiful shape. She takes good care of herself, beautiful inside and out. And as I said, had made plans and was moving towards them. And was being was doing that with a crutch of alcohol, right? Which um, she was still trudging ahead, and not many people really knew the grip that that um, that that drug, alcohol. Uh, yes, I called alcohol a drug. Hello, um, had a hold of her without even uh, 
you know, most people didn't realize it, you know. And so, you know, and again, I don't want to paint this ugly picture of her that she was like, you know, drunk in the gutter somewhere, um, because uh, that's not the picture of her I want you to I want you to handle or have, because there are people that are struggling with substance, just like Angela was. Yeah, I said was. We'll get to her victory in a moment. But was wow, and they still can navigate the terrain of life. And although miserable on the inside, they're they're stinking thinking, just driving them um, in guilt and condemnation and and all kinds of other things. Uh, and then the challenge of trying to press through your past when it's like constantly knocking on your door. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was all there. And there's so many people that are going through life like that. Like they're just struggling and so they're medicating from day to day to day just so they can keep on keeping on. Angela decided enough was enough and, and, and believed fully that God had directed her to that place. When her and I began our mentoring program together, I had a woman with a vision and a woman that wanted to, you know, did want to change the world when all of a sudden she got real with herself and with her God about the fact that I can be real or it could be really like real or really, you know, like which one is it going to be? She immediately, uh, and again, not going to tell her story. That's her story to tell when she comes on the show, but she went to her knees in prayer and sought the answers and then went and took action. And today, uh, over 200 days of sobriety, I don't know how many it'll be when she's here with us, gives all testimony of that to God, but also she was willing to, again, we talked about drawing plumb lines, new plumb lines in her life. Now, I want to say this, when we started our trek together, it was a woman with a vision. And now it's a woman with a vision from God. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's on all of her social media, taking communion and praying with people. And and not that she couldn't do that before or wouldn't do that before, but now there's this awareness of a higher calling. Right. A higher calling. And beyond all of that, because she surrendered all of that, that which would keep her medicated, she doesn't need it anymore. Because now the healing that it was needed here and here is able to manifest because it's not being medicated and pressed in. Mm-hmm. And she is able to navigate that terrain of her life. So again, she boxed through, not just coming out of the sex industry. She didn't just box through bad memories and uh, abuse. She didn't just box through addiction. But she boxed through it all, all of it. Mm. And, and on top of that, she didn't do it alone, was humble enough mm-hmm. and bold enough. Because I don't just think it's like, oh, I'm so humble. I need God. <laughs> no, that's like when you realize that you and God are a majority, why wouldn't you want him? Because then you are a beast. Okay. Right. You're unstoppable when you ask God to be your partner. So it's humbling and empowering at the same time because now God is truly her partner mm-hmm. and is taking her into, let's get star tracking, 
places where no men have gone before. I mean, she's going there, and it, that's, it's so amazing to just see the transformation of mm -hmm. this woman, um, this woman of God, and all that she's doing, her speaking, her teaching, her coaching, her styling, coaching, all that she's doing, because she finally was like, that's enough. Yeah. And she listened and followed that higher intuition and look at her now. And it sounds like a long time, like 200, but do you realize that's not even a year? I know. <laughs> She's done like 10, 10 years worth of work in like yeah. that. That's what happens when you let God be your steering wheel, when you let him be your compass. Um, mm -hmm. And when you're willing to show up, as Bob Proctor says, um, are you willing and able? You're able because of God. Yeah. You're willing because you'll you choose to be. And and that's a whole nother thing, isn't it? Being willing to do the work, being willing to show up every day, being willing to get ugly, to be willing to get vulnerable. And that's Dr. Angela. So how fun is that? And both of these women were speakers at Falala. So how cool that we're talking about them back to back. So anyway, I want you to share a little bit about Dr. Angela, because when she was with us for, for a good chunk of time, the end of this last year, she uh, didn't stay with you, but she stayed in the complex that you live in alongside of you and you, you saw her on a daily basis. So go ahead and jump in there and share anything on your heart. Yeah, it was great to have, it was great to have her in the U.S., with us and we got to spend a considerable amount of time with her but yeah we have a guest suite um where we live and so she got to stay there and um i we told her you know just come in and get your coffee in the morning do whatever you know because she's an early riser um like much like you and <laughs> so i'm like you do what you gotta do and um i get up and she'd be out here and with music or whatever she'd be out walking at 6 a.m sending me pictures of the snow that she was so excited about but you know i just got to watch her and knowing some of her backstory and what she had gone through and i was able to see the dedication she had to pushing through and you know listening to the music every morning and really sticking to that morning routine and understanding how important that was and yeah. getting your day going and and knowing that i need that i have to have that i can't skip that yeah. um if i skip it i gotta put it in my ear even if we gotta go do something you know you've got to get that done and knowing enough of her backstory to understand that, you know, you can grab that. I mean, people drink all the time and, you know, you, we don't condemn them. That is what it is, but it's when that drinking or whatever else you use becomes the mask that you use. Right. And it's what you use to be who you think you need to be for everybody else. And, and it's like you said, a lot of people didn't know that she had that struggle because she was really good at hiding it from people. And, you know, when she kind of disappeared for a little bit, um, no, nobody knew why. 
And um, and then when she came back and when we went to um, follow law, you were able to give her um, her her 90 day chip. And um, that was awesome. It was just a sweet little moment. Um, and it was just great to see her grow and to see somebody that has come out of everything she's come out of. And we all have those struggles and they're it doesn't minimize anybody else's struggles, but the point is, is how you come out of them. And then what you use them as she set up um, a sanctuary at her place that she allows women to come into and just be loved on. And, and that's her heart. And I love that she's taken what she's gone through and now she's using her understanding of that to minister to other women. Right. That's, that's the point of what we go through. It's not that, you know, God makes us go through things, but God uses what we go through to help other people that are in that situation because nobody else can understand it, but the people that have been there. So I love that she is taking what she has learned and she is being that open space. And um, I'm I cannot wait to see what she does in the future. I think it's it's a beautiful thing, and I'm glad that she's grabbed a hold of it and she's running with it. Absolutely. Yay! Yay! All right. Our next award, and you'll have to explain the award a little bit because it's got an interesting name. Um, so we've got the Paradigm Shifts Award, and we have two beautiful women who I love dearly, um, Dr. Carolyn Collins, Brooks Collins, and Miss Sonia Merritt. Wow, two powerhouses. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, these names have to be creative. We just have to have creative right. names, right? Because they speak directly to purpose. So paradigm has to do with our habits. And uh, we're run pretty much solely um, by those habits, you know, whether it is brushing your teeth or it, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. And so that happens in our subconscious mind, just gets programmed and you start, you know, automatically thinking and then our thinking creates, creates a belief and our belief creates a behavior, that behavior creates the result in our life, right? right. So a paradigm is not two dimes a paradigm get it it is that thought pattern that has become that habit or that belief that's turned into a behavior okay and all of us throughout our life have the choice daily right. to take a chance and change a paradigm to think differently in fact the word repent some people get all worked up about that, but it literally means think again. Right. That's what it means. Think again. So repent really is a paradigm shift. How about that? Take that and think about it. Say love. Now, a paradigm shift can be temporary or it can be permanent. And that all comes back to, once again, your level of commitment. Are you able Yes, you're God's highest form of creation. Are you willing to do the work? 
whatever it takes. That's when paradigm shifts change and stay change because you work through them and you continue to work through them and they circle back. You're like, aha, I recognize you. And you know what to do to turn that switch on, right? And to continue to build and create a new paradigm, our way of thinking and behaving. What I have seen with Dr. Carolyn, we'll start there, has been a woman that has not only shifted her life, but those paradigms, wow. She is just an incredible, incredible human being. When I met her, she was working at her job, which she had a very good position. Again, she'll tell her story, but she had a really good position in, in, in the business that she worked in, in upper management and made really good money and um, made the decision that it was time to retire and then fought through all of that. Uh, you know, am I doing it at the right time? Should I do it sooner? Should I do it later? Um, and then eventually she did while she was going through self-discovery, self-development mm -hmm. and figuring out what was next for Carolyn. But then here she is, she's retired. And when most people retiring is if you, if I'm saying she's retiring, you guys can guesstimate the age mm -hmm. um, and she'll talk all about that. I'm sure. So she could be like, mm, okay, I'm done now. It's time for me to like sit around and watch TV and swing on my porch and nothing against anybody who wants to swing on their porch. Okay. But that's not Dr. Carolyn. And at that time she was Carolyn, but she had had this incredible career and she could have rested on that. But she's like, no, Dr. Carolyn mm -hmm. taking acting classes. She is an incredible motivational speaker, yeah. a powerful coach, um, a world traveler, um, an incredible woman's minister, Bible study leader, um, international speaker. Did I say international speaker? She has gone all over. So literally when most people would retire, there's that old adage that said you refire. And that's what she did. And it's been amazing to watch those paradigms shift in her. And then how she really sees herself. And we all have our moments where we need to be encouraged again. And even King David encouraged himself in the Lord. It says, and so, but she's got, she has made up her mind. She laid down the foundation and she's built upon it. And I'm like amazed at how she is such an example for all of us. But there is never a time in life to quit. There's never a time in life to settle. Not if, not if you don't want to. And, and a lot of people settle because they don't know how to do anything else or they don't feel worthy or they don't know how. And I'm telling you, Dr. Carolyn crushed all of that. She just crushed it. And she's amazing. Amazing, Grace. That's, that's her. That's her. Anything right. you want to add, Nicole? Well, I've been working with Ordinato and I have been working, um, you know, revamping some things for her website wise and everything. And I wasn't aware of all the things that she still does. And she goes in and does corporate training for companies 
And, you know, like you said, somebody that's retired and has done all of this other stuff in her life and she has, she doesn't stop. I mean, she's always busy. She does corporate training. She's starting revamping herself, rebranding herself. Yeah. Getting a new coaching program out there. She's doing all of this. And it's like you said, I mean, I, I would love to be that age and just be done, you know, be able to just relax and enjoy, you know, which I, I'm one of those people that I'm always doing things too. So I probably won't be, but, <laughs> but she just is, has so many things. And when I, when I get on a call with her, she's just like you, she's like, I don't want to do this. And I want to do this. And I want to do this. So yeah. she's not, she's not stopping anytime soon. No. And she's just motivated. And it's so funny because I, I brought up to her, I said, why don't you use your Dr. Carolyn and things? And she's like, I don't think about it. And I'm like, well, you need to start using that. And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, and she's, it's not about her title. It's not about that. It's she just really wants to get out there and, and pour into people, which, which I absolutely love. She is such a magnificent person and so caring. Dr. Carolyn, we love you. And, uh, yes the queen of that award and we have another queen yes Sonia Merritt and I've known Sonia for quite some time of you know going back into TIR and then I was a mindset mentor um through the million and you John Tallarico we love you John so many of these people I know because of you John um it's pretty amazing actually but let me just say that Sonia came in and was part of my mindset mentor class and she never ever ever missed a Monday morning, okay. ever. I mean, she would turn, she would use her phone in her car. I tried to fold up this so you could see it. And we were sometimes at her mother's house with her. Um, there would be times when she couldn't get her camera to work right. So maybe she'd be upside down, but she was there or couldn't get the camera to come on and she'd be putting us, she'd be muting herself and calling up one of her kids or some family member. And do you know that they would come over and help her at like eight o'clock in the morning? Yeah. So powerful, the network that she has with her family. Mm -hmm. She is the patriarch of her family. She gets it done. When she came to the Falala event, she was putting together, was it a wedding? Yeah. And, and put it all together because that's part of what she does. And she's phenomenal at events and creating mm -hmm putting them together and making sure everything is great. And then had um, a very small bag packed of things. She had to do some shopping when she got to, to Vegas with us, but got herself to the wedding, to the event, finished off what she needed to and told other people she was leaving. And they're like, you're what you're leaving. You have, she's like, I'm out of here. See ya. I need to go to this woman's event okay. and got on the plane and these were huge things that she was doing by herself. Now, I'm not saying getting on the plane for the first time, but I'm just saying all of this could have been like, I'm totally out of my comfort zone. I've never been to Vegas. I'm going by myself. I'm staying by myself. All of these things. But she did it. Mm 
and and we rode on the monorail or train or whatever you want to call it in Vegas and and it was really late and we were all like half awake but we went and got some snacks and 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 went and visited a couple of the resorts and went to a food court and I got a chance to talk to her a little bit more and not through a Zoom screen right okay. and it was so phenomenal to hear all of the breakthroughs, all of the different ways of thinking, how she has just, you know, busted through terror barrier, removed ceilings, like punched her way right through them. There is no ceiling for Sonia. Mm -hmm. and, and she shows up 100%, but is willing to venture into brand new territories. And she did that um, in a major way when she came to but that just shows the nature of who she is. She's not going to let anything hold her back. And the fact that she's taking care of an event, has a small little bag packed, and is like running to the airport to get her flight and show up and then get here and then like have, have like little to no sleep. But she shows up and she doesn't show up at the event going, <gasps> you know, she shows up with a smile and she's perky and she's involved with everybody. Mm -hmm. And and the other thing was she took so much time with my daughter Anna. So I had our I had our daughter Anna with us on that trip. And she said to me, Anna reminds she, her speaking, she said, Anna reminds me of me at that age. Mm -hmm. And she just like just stayed with her and just poured into her and just encouraged her and it was really cool to to watch that happen as well. And for her to say she sees my daughter in her, well, I look at Sonia and I'm like, that is really fabulous because look at her go. Right. So it's somebody that absolutely um, deserves that award of that paradigm shift at any time um, she could have just settled and said, I'm not coming to Las Vegas or whether it was to come to the event or even get on the plane. It's too late. It's too much. I got too much going on. Or it is creating an event from the ground up and pursuing it all the way to the end. Or it's showing up every single Monday for like a year, no matter what. And finding people to flip your cameras and turn them on and, and just always being ready in season and out of season. That's Sonia. Yeah. And um, so for that alone, I'm just like, I want to just applaud you, Sonia, and say, if anybody deserves this gift, girl, it's you. Yeah. So grateful for you. Yeah. I've been, I remember the first time she was on one of your shows and she hadn't used the platform that we use. And she had to have, I think it was her son or nephew, I don't even remember who it was, had to come over and help worked i got on a different call with her just so we could get things working and set up and you're right i mean they just come running over and helping her and she calls they come that's how and that's how it should be if she is the matriarch of that family and they honor her which is beautiful it and is. i mean we all should honor our our mothers our grandmothers our whatever that we have still around and, but she, she's so down to earth. She's hilarious. And <laughs> I mean, she's just so fun to be around. 
Yes, she is. And I love that about her. And like you said, she just came out of it. Her bag that she brought was from another trip that she hadn't unpacked. That's right. That she had in she had taken to a warmer climate. <laughs> so she had swimsuits and all summer clothes. And we were in Vegas. It wasn't freezing, but it was not warm. I mean, right. we were in the 50s and 60s, but so she just grabbed a bag. <laughs> so she didn't have anything. So she just went shopping, went to Walmart and got some clothes. Yeah. And she looked adorable. She looked at her like, where did you get that? I think it was Dr. Lisa was like, I'm going to go get that shirt. <laughs> so, you know, she, but she was so fun. She's just one of those people you love being around. She just yeah. lifts your spirits and you just look at her and the things that she does on a daily, she's an event planner. She does all that stuff. And she's another one that at her point in life could retire and be like, okay, y'all do it now. Right. And she doesn't. She gets in there. She does what she needs to do. Always willing to help and do anything. And I love that. I mean, I just love people that are like that. I mean, there aren't aren't enough of those type of people in the world. True, true, true. And so she's, I just love her to death. She's just such a sweetheart. Yeah, she is. Everybody needs a Sonia. So if you don't yeah. have one, reach out to her. <laughs> Thank you, Sonia. Thank yeah. you, Dr. Carolyn. Who do we have next? So our next two are, this award is called the Impression of Increase Award. Ooh, Ooh that's like an that. interesting name. So we have two in this category. So the first person in this award we met um, through Dr. G. And um, she actually came and she was our photographer for the Fall Law event. And her name is Mandy Penn. And then our second uh, person in this award is Dr. John and Ugulu, I believe is how we say his last name. I think I finally got that one. Um, so talk a little bit about the Impression of Increase Award and about our two award winners. The Impression of Increase. Uh, that was a name that I tagged from Bob Proctor. Uh, wow. You know, we should always leave people better then we find them. We should find leave situations and things like that. Everything better than we find them. Uh, and, you know, there are people that really personify that in the earth. And we all can learn from them. So that impression of increase doesn't mean it's just an impression. It's not real. No, it's actually real. Like if you take a cookie cutter and you press it into the dough, you leave the impression Right. of that cookie awesome. on to that dill, right? So it's now a star or a tree or an Easter egg or whatever, right? right. Uh, create that and it becomes that. And, and we are supposed to be doing that everywhere we go. We're supposed to be a blessing in the earth, right? A blessing in the earth. And if all of us will just embody that and take the world that's around us we can change the world real quick yeah you know by giving that impression of increase and what does increase mean make them better than they were yeah. add something to somebody else that they didn't have that can be a smile it can be a prayer it can be some money 
Um, it can, however you give, and you're being like God when you do that. Uh, so we could call that the, the God award, really, because yeah. uh, the scripture says that God so loved the world that he gave. Right. He gave his best, yeah. right, which we know was his son and is his son. So if we want to be like God, we need to give. And of course, that giving creates that increase. And, and so these people here, oh, my goodness. Um, just so amazing, both of them. So um, we'll start with Doc. I, he calls me Doc. I call him Doc. Um, Doc, uh, Dr. John, uh, you know, he is an amazing soul. And there's a lot of people out there that run schools. I, for one, we had one at our church for years and years and years, uh, not to the significant um international level or as many degrees that uh, Doc has out there to help people. But I remember what that was like because um, we had a Bible school right. and uh, it was a lot of work, not just for me, but for all, for, for everybody that was there, uh, whether it was to teach um, a class, write a curriculum, um, create all the paperwork that goes around with it um, or from start to finish put together a graduation a ceremony of some sort it's a lot of work and when you do something start up like that you do a lot of it as a labor of love you're not taking um a lot of monetary from within that and oftentimes you're not ever taking much of anything at all or ever taking anything at all because what is the point of it increase increase when we had our bible school we uh we did have people pay a tuition um not much of that went into um the other forms of ministry that we had we sewed it mostly back into other bible schools all over the world which is where my heart is at nicole it's to the nations and you know that yeah so when I met up with Doc, not only um, does he represent nations to me because he came to America. And again, he gets to tell his story, not me. So I'm going to give you the cliff note version here. But God told him to start this school because he was meant to be speaking. He was meant to be teaching. He was meant to be empowering people. But the thing is, this school was not just going to be a Bible college. It was going to be a university and this university would carry many different degree options. And I don't just mean business or philosophy. I mean, from associates to bachelors, to masters, to doctorates, that in and of itself is amazing undertaking. I mean, I just, it's a huge undertaking, but then his heart shines through. And that is what, you know, got me, you know, you know, I mean, I'm just hook, hooked in, right? <laughs> that was watching him take these degrees to the world and to people that couldn't afford to go into um, a regular school setting or they needed to get their degree and didn't have it finished. So they could come to America 
So he creates an online school, which is brilliant and so accepted in today's age, right? And so he doesn't have the overhead of um, location, location, location. He pulls together teachers and uh, others, professors, I should say, and others that want to come in and be a blessing, sow their time. I'm not saying that people don't get paid. I'm just saying there's a lot of people that sow their time. But now uh, Dr. John has people that have graduated in multiple countries that would have never had that opportunity had he not said yes to the vision of Cornerstone Christian University. So we went, well, I graduated from there myself a couple of years ago. And I have my wonderful degree. Woo, thank you. And um, I won't spin back around. I'll put that safely right there. Um, When John came to me, when Dr. John came to me about the degree, um, he had He knew about me and that impressed me because he could have just been calling me up and (laughs) saying, you know, hey, I want to, you know, whatever. But he knew all about me. I was like, have you profiled me? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, but what what was amazing to me was he had done his work on me and, and he knew that I had earned my degree and that anything that I would need to do on top of it to prove that to him, he knew that I would be willing to do that, okay? Mm-hmm. And on the heels of that, he know he hears that he hears from God because the night before the um, I guess you could say the email promising me a degree um, that you know yes we're gonna we're gonna give you this. Um, I had just been in a meeting, a pastoral meeting with the staff at the church, and I had hand over, I had handed, handed, hand, whatever. I had given um, the senior pastoral reins to your husband, Nicole. Yeah. And so I gave that to that night, which meant I no longer was the lead pastor or the senior pastor. So I jokingly said when I went to bed that night that, um, I had been demoted. <laughs> right. <laughs> Little did I know that waiting right. in the inbox in the morning was doctor. And I don't mean Dr. John. Yeah, he was there, a doctor. See, I wasn't, and, and I wasn't demoted anyways. We did, right? I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. But as I promoted your husband, Dr. John was used of God to promote me. Right. And now I'm part of his board of regents. So it tells you that I love this school and I love what he's doing. When we were at his last event, his last uh, confirmation, there were people there from other countries. And there was one gentleman in particular who was crying. All of, there were many people were emotional, but this man was just a sheet of tears. He'd come from England. Yes. And this meant everything to him to have this, everything, because it's what he had worked for. And this meant uh, uh, this was this was a milestone. It was success. It was going to open doors. And um, Doc John, you could take advantage of people. Oh, you wouldn't be as gloriously rewarded as you are, but you could. Right. And you 
don't. And you even scholarship numerous people just so they can have the increase mm -hmm. that they desire. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, you that's the plumb line drawn right there, uh, that, that increase, um, leaving people with that impression of increase. And Dr. John, you do that so beautifully. Yes. Is there anything you want to add to that, Nicole? His work ethic is just amazing. And the fact that he, um, when we went to his event, um, I think it was in September. I don't even remember when it was. Our year went so crazy. Um, but he instills that in his children and the yeah. way that he has them working. I mean, at the event, it's, it's not like, you know, not forced labor or anything. No, no, but. No. But he shows them the importance of being part of something bigger than themselves. Right. He had them helping with sound. He had them helping with the overheads. He had them helping with the video, setting up, tearing down. Um, but he knows the importance of instilling in them what's important in life. And I love that. I mean, coming from being the youth ministers at the church and, you know, my husband and I have always had the heart for the kids and I've always, I mean, even before that I did. And so the fact that he thinks he realizes how important that is, even, even though he's doing um, the college and the university for adults, he realizes you got to get him early. And you got to instill that. And I think that is so important. And I love that about him. And but he is such, he is such a, um, a stand-up guy. He's very proper. He's fun, but he can be, very, he's very proper. He's very respectful, which I appreciate, um, and especially in this day and age. But he knows where he has come from and he, where he has come through to get where he is today. And I, I can tell that he realizes that he hasn't gotten, you know, too big for whatever, but he definitely has been through plenty. Um, yeah. And he's worked really hard to start what he knows is important. And um, yeah, I think it's amazing what he's built and it's just going to grow and grow. And it, it is, you can just tell within this last year how much it's grown. So it's been fun to get to know him a little more on a personal level and see him in action and watch him um, do what he does. So it's been, it's been great getting to know him. Absolutely. We look forward to knowing you even more, Doc. So we will talk next week. Um, about Miss Mandy. So we have a little time to talk about her and um, we'll wrap that up. And then we've got at least three more award winners to talk about next week. And then we have to talk about our ambassadors. So um, that's exciting. So don't forget to come back next week and pick up the shows you missed. Um, but Dr. Pamela, the show is yours. Well, remember, you are here on purpose, with a purpose, by design, not by default. So go out there and keep being the salt and the light everywhere you go. We'll see you next time.